Is having a relationship with a narcissist possible? Does it actually work? Are you able to have a healthy relationship with a narcissist or someone that who has always been toxic? Is this actually possible? Are you struggling right now in your relationship to actually maintain some semblance of a relationship between you and the narcissist? Do you believe there's a way to make a relationship work with a narcissist? And have you been wondering if there's any strategies or tips to help you navigate your relationship with a narcissist and is it actually possible? So in this video, we're going to explore whether it's possible to make a relationship work with a narcissist and also provide some strategies and tips to help you move through some of these difficult situations. So to kind of start it off, if you're new, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I do that on multiple different ways by putting up different content on all the different social media platforms and by helping challenge people by providing challenges to help them move forward in their mindset to break free of the trauma bond and get clear about who they actually are and the direction they need to go. How to be able to get free from toxicity and to change the trauma bond that's actually holding you hostage. I want you to go to claritychallenge.net today to be able to sign up for a 45-day challenge that puts you and other survivors in the same room working through the same stuff, helping you understand you're not alone, you're not hopeless, and you're not crazy. And claritychallenge.net to be able to check that out today. With this concept of can you be in a relationship with a narcissist, some people like first looked at number one, myself, uh, Lee Hammock, other, other narcissists that are out there, and they're like, wait a second, you're in a relationship, so it's probably going to work. You're in a relationship, so I'm pretty sure I can figure out how to make this work as well. So stick around. I'll give you the tip on how that works and why it does or doesn't work for you. So diving in, you need to understand the nature of narcissism. Like before you attempt to make a relationship work with a narcissist, like you need to understand the nuts and bolts, the ups and downs, the bits and pieces of it. It's important to understand what narcissism is and how it actually manifests in the relationship. Now, the majority of time, people don't even have a clue on the nine characteristics of narcissism, like what that actually looks like and what that's a part of. And if you haven't seen that or if you don't know that, you can go to rawmotivations.com. It'll give you a pop-up with a PDF of the nine characteristics. It's free. Just be able to check it out just to try to help you understand what they actually are. We're not going to dive into all that today. I've got a couple videos. I've got the PDF for you to be able to check out. Uh, we just did this in an email, email campaign, like sending it out so people understand, hey, this is what's going on. But it's important to understand what narcissism actually is and what makes up uh, a narcissistic person. Uh, typically, people don't have a clue of what it actually is. And as a result, they're in a relationship with someone who says they want one thing, but they're demonstrating and doing the exact opposite. Typically, what a narcissist does and how they operate is they want to appear a certain way, but what they actually are doing is different. Like, I want to be loving and I'm showing you that I'm loving, but I'm still cheating on you. And so it kind of is like, wait a second, what's actually going on? But it's important to understand that in a narcissistic relationship, there's typically only one side to the relationship. And that one side does not include you. It's all about the narcissist. That's typically all that it ever is. It's only about them. And so you're, being, you're, you're thinking about how do I actually make this work with someone that it's all about them. And you have to first understand it's all about them. Like I'm trying to stress this enough so it kind of gets through. Okay, because narcissists have this deep-seated need for like admiration of it has to be about me. Like grandiose admiration, like it has to be go back to me. Lack of empathy, I don't care about your feelings, I don't care about your thoughts. And this is gonna make it difficult to have a healthy and a balanced relationship with them. Like it's difficult to be able to have a relationship with someone that doesn't seem to care or that doesn't really seem to put any time or effort into you as another human being. Like you become an inconvenience when you start asking for things. You become an inconvenience when you need help with something. 
And so as a result, you stop asking for help and you're just like, well, I'll just continue moving through life, thinking that this is what love is or this is just the relationship that you're stuck in. But a lot of times people don't realize what it actually is and what it looks like from the narcissist side. So think of this like a partner who is always seeking validation. Like you're in a relationship and, and he's always seeking your validation. He's always wanting your attention, but never gives it back, but never actually like puts any effort back into you. A lot of times I'm talking to people and I'm like, how much did you change for the toxic and for the narcissist person? They're like, so much. I changed this, I changed this, I changed how I looked, changed what I did, changed my job, changed where I was going, like all these different things. And I'm like, how much did the narcissist change for you? And there's typically this pause of like, yeah, actually they didn't. I'm like, yeah. You need to be able to understand that in you, when you're in a narcissistic relationship, it's all about them and it's all about what they are going to do. Okay. Number two, uh, setting boundaries. Setting and enforcing boundaries is essential when you're actually dealing with a narcissist. Like this includes like establishing clear expectations for like behavior and consequences if those expectations are not met. But you need to understand first and foremost, a boundary is for you. It's not for the narcissist and it's not for anyone else. A boundary applies to everyone in your life. Toxic, healthy, good, bad, whatever. Okay, because a boundary doesn't apply to just those people. It applies to you and it's an outworking of who you actually are. So the boundary is a limit on you of saying, this is how much of shit I'm actually going to tolerate. Once you pass this line, I'm done. Once you pass this line, I'm going to walk out of the room. Once you pass this line, I'm not going to engage with this abusive behavior. Once you pass this line, then I'm going to leave. The reason why the majority of people say that boundaries don't work in a narcissistic relationship is one, you either have no clue what boundaries are, and two, you haven't actually put boundaries in place and followed through with your expectations or with your consequences. Three, you haven't been consistent on a daily basis of making sure that that boundary is always held up. And then four, because you're dealing with a narcissist who doesn't care about your boundaries. And typically people will blame it on, oh, the boundaries won't work, I can't do boundaries. When in reality, they just can't enforce them and they can't actually stick true to their word and what they actually want to do. I'm not saying this to put people down. I'm saying this to like wake you up. Like when you have a boundary in a healthy relationship, you set it and that healthy relationship comes up to it, realizes, oh, this is a boundary and respects it. When you're in a toxic relationship, you have a boundary and the narcissist is like, forget that, forget that, forget that, and just keeps moving on. This is why it ramps up so fast to you leaving the relationship to moving out, to blocking going no contact because the other person is not willing to actually meet you there. But you need to set boundaries if you're going to survive in a toxic relationship. And setting a boundary of not name calling or yelling during arguments, like following through the consequences, walking away from an argument if the boundary is crossed. Like you need to be able to set these things up to protect you, which is so important because like number three, you have to practice self-care. Like you have to work on you. You notice like so far in the, in the video, like we haven't been talking about like, hey, manage them, like work on them, fix them because you can't. The only thing you can manage is you. So when you're trying to make a relationship work with a toxic person, the only thing you can do is work on you. When you get clear about you, that'll guide you to staying with, leaving or whatever you need to do to be able to modify what's actually going on. But you have to work on you first and foremost. So you have to prioritize this self-care. You have to prioritize you when dealing with a toxic person because they're going to keep sucking everything out of you. Your time, your money, your attention, your love, everything like that. They're going to be sucking out of you and you have to keep putting into you. Otherwise, you're going to be completely empty. This includes in engaging in activities that actually bring you joy, that bring you fulfillment. 
Spending time with supportive friends and supportive family. If he doesn't want you to do that, you need to do that or you need to leave because you need to understand you have to have support in your life. Going to therapy, going to counseling, get involved with a coach, get involved with community, whatever it might be, working with those people to help you get free, but then focus on your self-care. Taking time to do a hobby or an activity that actually brings you joy, reading, practicing yoga, going for a walk, whatever it might be. You probably have things in your life that you used to do that you no longer do. Those are the things you have to put back into your life if you want to make this even work. If you want to push through and be like, I'm going to be with a narcissist, is this possible? That's what you have to do. You have to work on you. Sometimes, number four, you have to go ahead and seek professional help. You have to get into therapy. Like if you, if you think this is possible, you have to understand the road you have to do just to be with a toxic person. The majority of people when they're with a toxic person do not heal. They just don't. Because they're around the trauma, they're around the stuff that's activating the trauma in their life every single day. So as a result, they don't actually get free. It's like a person who's taking pills to be better from a certain environment, but they still stay in the environment. It's not going to really change anything. It might prolong or lengthen the time you're in that environment, but it's not actually going to help you. This is why it's helpful to be able to seek out professional help or seek out someone who actually understands this. This is why a lot of times I work with people one-on-one and work with people inside of the Thriver community, inside the Clarity Challenge to help them actually move forward because I understand it from a different perspective of how the narcissist is thinking, of what's actually going on. Well, you have to be able to answer this question. Like, is it actually possible? Because that's the question that you asked me today. Like, is it actually possible to make it work with a narcissist? So you need to define your definition of love and your definition of making it work. Because when it comes down to it, you can make it work with a narcissist if you're willing to sacrifice your own needs and do whatever they want. Like just become subservient and a slave to them and then you continue moving through life with little to no repercussions because you're just bending over to do whatever they want you to do. So you need to be able to understand that that's the price that you have to pay typically with being with a narcissist. But you're like, what about can my narcissist change? Well, that's a whole nother video. But what I would say is when you're wondering, is it possible? Can they change? Can, they, can we work on this? How is he being honest, vulnerable, and showing consistent daily change? If he's not, then he doesn't care about himself, definitely doesn't care about you, and the relationship has no foundation to even be built upon, and you need to leave. For those of you that are struggling to find clarity, I want you to join our 45-day clarity challenge. It's a good stepping stone into breaking free of the mindset of having to be with this person, the mindset of being stuck. And as you continue to move through this, we teach you how to rewire your mindset, rewire your brain to be able to get free from the trauma bond that keeps you in this limbo of like, I know he's toxic for me, but I still want to go back. I still wish he would call. It's been like three months and he still hasn't called me. I just missed that. But you know logically that if he came back, you wouldn't want him because of the abuse. If you're stuck in this dichotomy of like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I feel stupid that I even feel this way. I want you to go to claritychallenge.net and sign up today. There's a couple spots left and it would be very helpful for you to sign up so you can see how you're not alone because there's other survivors going through it with you at the same time. And then also at the same time, like understanding like the bits and pieces of not being crazy, of not being hopeless and helping you rewire so that you can actually get free of that mindset. Get free of that rumination, get free of that trauma bond and move forward in investing into you. So join the challenge today. Go to claritychallenge.net.